www.disneytimepodcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today are my co-hosts, Nelson. Hello. And Rissa. Hello. Hey, guys, how's it going today? Good. Doing okay. All right. So, you guys, actually, we're, we're going to, today on this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, the coronavirus outbreak and how it affected specifically Disneyland and all the Disney-owned properties. Um, so you guys actually came back from a trip to Disneyland, um, in that area. And it, it was, if I recall, it was cut short because of the, the whole, uh, closures, right? Yes. So, um, yeah, Nelson, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, yes. Um, essentially we had pre-planned a trip to go down to Disneyland for a food and wine festival trip, like between like us in a in a group of friends um but quite literally like like uh the Wednesday or Thursday before our trip which was Friday and Saturday uh the Friday 13th and Saturday the 14th um the day before or so Disney had announced that um they were going to be closing the parks on Saturday so essentially it cut our trip in half which sucks. Yeah. Yeah, which is uh, just cutting it short. But, hey, you guys got to experience Disneyland on the last day of operation, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a worry because initially, like, or the first thing in the morning, the the city of Anaheim actually issued the um, the order of uh, no no big gatherings bigger than 250 people. And there's like more than several thousand at Disneyland, <laughs> so That's true. or the the potential to have that. So, um, I was worried that uh, with that order, you know, it would just prevent us from going at all. But then the governor later said, like, no, it's a, like Disneyland is exempt. So we were like, okay, it's still green light. But then Disneyland themselves, like later on that day even further said like yeah we're gonna close down too so i was just like oh no so i mean we started talking as a group and it seemed unanimous that everyone still at least wanted to go down for that one day since we still had um at least the one day before the official the parks officially closed so we went anyway so what did uh, what did you think, Rissa, about you know the, the announcement of the closures and then going anyway? I mean, um, like basically working in pharmaceuticals and and knowing how um, these things can progress so quickly and and like seeing how it, it progressed in Italy, I, I thought it was actually a smart decision on Disney's part um, because it's it's like if you look at what's going on in Florida right now um, without people and businesses closing down itself like people will still go out and not practice social distancing and you know um they're they're not being considerate to to other people um just because yeah if they get sick it's not a big deal 
Um, but there's other people that if they get sick, it is a big deal. Um, we actually encountered um, a cast member that told us, you know, her own story that she's like happy that happy and sad that Disney's doing this because like there's people in her life uh, that it, it it if she were to get sick or exposed to it, it, it would affect those people directly. Um, but again, it, it's hard on the cast members that are tips based because they're they're only getting paid the minimum wage and not tips. So it's both good and bad. Um, and for Disney itself, it's we're seeing the effects on, on the business. But um, for public health reasons, I, I think it was a smart decision. Um, and I think it will also reflect uh, better on Disney for, for doing this, like in terms of um, how they run their business and, and the fact that they care about people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like, even even shortly after they announced about Disneyland, Disney World soon followed, um, and it was like a few days after they would they would shut down operations at Disney World, and then slowly shut down operations at the resorts, even and Disney Springs. So, you know, they're they're really um, they're really thinking about uh, public health. So, uh, I like that they did that, I mean, and now the result is currently, you know most if not all of the disney parks are closed and they're slowly starting to reopen parts of shanghai and hong kong disneyland but it's it's slowly starting to reopen it's not like fully operational so um let's uh let's talk about the 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 last day that you guys were there um at disneyland resort and california adventure uh what what were you guys um like happy to be there or i mean was it kind of was there like a, a different type of mood that everybody was feeling or was it just, you know, like, cool, we're at Disneyland or what do you think, Nelson? How did you feel? Well, initially I was fine. Like I was pretty happy. Like we're still going and we're like, you know, headed our way down. And um, it was actually quite nice. By the time we got to the garage, there was like hardly a wait. <laughs> um, oh, good. Yeah. We were able to pretty much breeze through. Um, there was, you know, there are still people, other people there, but it it was like how it used to be <laughs> before the whole rise of the resistance. Before thing, rise right? of the resistance, yeah. So it was uh it was nice going in, and like essentially we didn't have to rush from the garage to the promenade to uh, get into Disneyland. Um. We even took the tram. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, so save our feet, I guess, for a little bit. That, you know, started the day. We got into Disneyland, like, through the security and, and through the actual, like, uh, scanners for your tickets pretty pretty early. I think we got in by, I don't know, 7.30 or so. So we had plenty of time. Uh, what else? Oh, of course, um, we went and attempted to get um, a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance, and we actually got boarding group 10. Wow. So, really early. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. And, uh, yeah, the, the the parks were, I don't want to say surprisingly, but they were quite empty at the start of the day. Nice. That's a that's a positive. That yeah, and so emptier than the normal, so you know you can keep your uh, your distance. Right? <laughs> yeah, there's that, and um, 
I mean, of course, their social distancing had been yeah, been started by that point, but you know, you're still surrounded by other people. Um Right. So, at the start of the day, it wasn't bad. Like the crowds were really nice, like uh crowd levels. We were able to do pretty much everything we wanted to do um without issue. Um the only thing is uh, of course it was wet. That oh, it day. rained, huh? Yeah. It was kind of an on and off rain starting around I don't, I don't know around 11 or so, I want to say. But um yeah, we started our day off at Disneyland and eventually went to California Adventure because of the Food and Wine Festival, the whole original reason for the trip. The bo- right, the right. booze opened up at 10:30. So uh, and <laughs> When we uh, went over to California Adventure, we had our next hiccup. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rissa, you want to talk about that? About our hiccup? Yeah. Yeah, the, the next hiccup that you guys ran into. Uh, yeah, so when we tried to go over uh, to California Adventure, we were going to the stores earlier in, in the like entrance area because we knew that they, they were selling Sip and Savers, supposedly. Um. And we were told, yeah, we're not selling Sip and Savers anymore. And at first I thought the cast member was just like doing some deadpan kind of humor. And I was like, wait, seriously? And he's like, no, seriously, we're not selling Sip and Savers. I was like, oh, okay. So then we go over to a different store and they're like, no, we're not we're not selling them. And we're like, okay. So we thought, okay, maybe we'll just keep walking and, and go check out the actual booths at, at um, Food and Wine. Um, as we go to an info booth at the entrance of the Food and Wine Festival, um, they were giving out the passports um, with the, that you can look at, you know, the map and whatever and the stamps. And um, the cast member told us, yeah, we're not doing Sip and Saver, but uh, the booths are going to open. It's all going to be a la carte. So, we're so like, you, have to, you have to pay full price for everything then? Yep. Yes. Oh, no magnets wow. either. That's unfortunate. Oh, wow. So we okay. were all initially kind of bummed out about it because not only did we have to cut our food selections in half because we are only ha- there for half of the original planned time, but now you have to really pick and choose what you're actually going to spend on because, yeah, like Rissa said, we had to pay for everything a la carte. So um, for you, Nelson, did you... Focus on the sweets because last, you know, in our last episode, we were talking about how you got a lot of the savory stuff. Uh, yes, I, I definitely like did pick up um, a lot of uh, sweet like as my dessert. But of course, you know, I'm still there to eat like actual still real food. Okay. But um, which, you know, if I did get a sip and savor pass, I would have used it on those because those are the more expensive items. Right. But I mean... We didn't have any anymore. And I mean, like I explained in the previous episode, I used, I got two on the previous weekend and I used use them all. <laughs> so, so, uh, does that, does that mean that you were able to just get a lot more beers then? Uh, um, you know, you were going to pay full price for them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, well, I definitely did get more beers. I got a beer flight, only one beer flight. There was only one beer flight that uh, I, I had noted, I think, maybe two out of, uh, I think the other beer flight was at Cluckadoodle Moo, but I didn't end up getting it. 
I ended okay. up finishing some some people's beers, <laughs> so I didn't uh, I didn't necessarily have the room for it. What about you? So, uh, were there just like select ones that you're trying to just get that that were new, or did you get ones that were favorites that you tried before? Um, I made a list for once, um, in anticipation of like being able to use a sip and saver pass. Um, but I basically had to truncate a lot of my list. Um, I did get all, all the beer that I was like I highlighted in red that I w- I wanted to get, um, and I at least tried all of the red items um, that I wanted. Uh, yeah, I hit everything except for the monkey bread, um, just because I didn't really have any more space in my stomach. And yeah, it was good. <laughs> Yeah, I think I saw a picture that you guys shared of the monkey bread. Was that you, Nelson? That yeah, I, I ended up getting that. And okay. It was good. So, Risa, you didn't get a piece of it or try it all? Uh, no, I was having some <laughs> stomach issues. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, she had her. Um, she was eating with her eyes, essentially. Mm, okay. Too much food, huh? <laughs> I, I ended up finishing some of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well... At least you guys got um, got your fill at the Food and Wine Festival. For the most part. I mean, I showed everyone my list and how much damage I did between the two weekends. I still had some unchecked items, but, you know, our trip was cut in half. So that was right. pretty much the casualty in that. So you would have you would have gotten it the second day if you had the chance, right? Yeah, I would have had a chance to fill in the gaps Yeah, between yeah. the two days, but... We only had one. Yeah, yeah. So you guys got to do, like, write everything and eat what you wanted, right? So um, did it did it end up getting a little bit more crowded when um, people got off of work on that Friday? Or did it stay a little bit more subdued? I feel like it got crowded um, Okay. probably around 2 o'clock, starting around 2 o'clock. Hmm. But I feel like that's typical because, right, I mean, right. it is still a Friday, but not uh, on the same scale as uh, the past couple of trips where, you know, the, this COVID-19 wasn't really affecting crowds as much, or rather it wasn't blown to its, you know, proportion to how right. it is now. But, yeah. um, I mean, it was... Uh, it was still pretty busy, and of course, another deterrent would probably that um, was a, a, in effect was because it was like actual, actually raining that day. Raining, right? So it was pretty wet. Uh, it was wet. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, I've noticed before that the uh, the rain does make the crowd levels go a little bit lower than than typical. Yeah, for those who don't care so much or actually enjoy the rain, then yeah, that was like the perfect time to go. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So, uh, what do you think, Rissa? Was it was it a little bit uh, more subdued than normal? You think? Yeah, I didn't really notice a, a big increase in the crowds, um, so to speak. the The line stayed pretty steady the whole way through, um, especially like even the night shows. It wasn't. Like park dump wasn't even that bad. Um, oh, they they canceled the fireworks because of weather and whatever. Mm. Um, they still had the projections. Um, the parade was 
fine. Like we didn't even watch the parade, but like the the crowds were pretty mellow. Um, I think people were keeping their distance because of of COVID nineteen. Um, they probably also a lot of people um, started canceling their trips. You know, the ones that weren't already down there, and right. and I do think that the rain had a big factor. So it's like a, an amalgamation of things, like a whole bunch of things happened to to get the crowds a little bit lower, right? Yeah. So I, I saw um, a little post that Disney did where they were waving goodbye at the end of the night. Um, like, you know, even the, they were like saying goodbye, like all the cast and then they had some characters out. Did you guys experience that? Were, there, were they all like lined up by the train station waving goodbye to people? Um, we left before that happened, but some okay. uh, some of our, our friends did go back into DCA um, right before their park closed. And they said that uh, like Mickey, Minnie, and cast members were lining Buena Vista Street and waving goodbye. Yeah. And then they, they, they did the same thing in Disney World, and they had the uh, president of Disney World, Josh DiAmaro, out there too at the train station waving too. So, yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of you, you know weird because that's not a, that's not a usual thing it's like who knows when they're they're gonna open back up um yeah i mean the scheduled reopening is currently april 1st right but um yeah. who knows what truly when they're gonna reopen exactly exactly um so you guys uh the second day i mean it seemed like what what were you guys able to do since you know, the park was closed. Did you, did you guys go on a, like a food food type trip or what happened there? Um, we actually ended up at Din Tai Fung for lunch. Um, oh, nice. Then we spent some time in Barnes and Noble um, in Glendale. Glendale? Right. Yeah, Glendale. Yeah. In Glendale. And um, yeah, we were, we were just basically uh, um, shopping in Barnes and Noble. And then we ended up back in anaheim no we went back to the hotel hotel. because a couple of our group were kind of gassed from oh yeah the early start yesterday so we ended up going back to the hotel and we those who were awake ended up playing a bit of uh sabak (laughs) oh uh, nice sabak in our um hotel room so it was just a bit of a chill time and nap time for a couple of the others yeah and then we did end up at back at Downtown Disney um, for dinner. Uh, we were trying to go to Splitsville, um, but apparently, like, it was a two and a half hour wait just to get a lane. Wow! <laughs> so, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. So yeah, we we nixed that idea. Ended up at Black Tap mm-hmm. for some crazy shakes, and then um, we ended the night at Trader Sam's. Oh, so you ended up walking over to Disneyland Hotel, huh? Yeah. And there was actually, um, they weren't doing any parking, like, validation for downtown Disney. Um, One of our concerns was, like, we wouldn't get our free parking from parking at Mickey and Friends. So we were trying to call um, Disney Resort, and, like, their, their lines were so, like, crazy because of, you know, the closures and whatnot. Um, But we finally got through... And the cast member was completely confused about, you know, our question. Um, oh. Yeah, she didn't know how to answer it, and she had to yeah. go ask. 
Yeah, but basically she's like, oh yeah, if you just park it, it should be free. And we're like, uh, okay. Um, but we, we knew the rules of, of like the valid parking validation in downtown Disney. Um, so when we went to go get our parking validated um, at a store because we bought something, they said, oh yeah, we're not doing any validation. And we're like, what? So we have to pay? They're like, oh no, there's no ticket takers. So parking's free. Wow. So so they really, when they said it was free, it really was free. Yeah, but we had no idea that's what they meant. Mm -hmm. Ah. The the initial cast member that we, like on the telephone that when we called before we left for downtown Disney, she said it was free, but didn't give really a good explanation as to why. (laughs) Yeah, so she she just didn't give any details. She probably didn't even know, right? Well, she also It sounded like she didn't know. She also was like alluding towards like parking at the Toy Story lot, and we're like, "Are the oh, shuttles were like running right now? Like, how are we supposed to get to Downtown Disney from that lot?" So we're like, "You know what? Let's just park at Downtown Disney. We know that they validate." So, yeah. Hey, at least it worked out that you were able to get the uh, free parking. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just you know gotta pay. <laughs> Well, um, so yeah, that sounds like I mean, sounds like you had like like a good Friday, the one day at Disney Disneyland and California Adventure. Um, yeah, for the trip or the weekend overall, we made the best out of it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I I did see a picture you guys took of uh, Disneyland like the day after. Oh, we're in front of the gates, the the closed the gates. gates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very um, sad. Yeah, I mean it's they they rarely if ever close close their doors, you know. So apparently this is the fourth time ever that they've closed right. down the park. Exactly. The last time was what 9/11? That was the last time? Yeah. Man, it's been a long time. Yeah. It was um day of mourning for JFK's assassination, um an earthquake and then 9/11 and then now this. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, um, I guess now we can just talk about, you know, the results and what's what's happening now with um, parks and Disney as a company. It just seems like it's a it's a shaky time for everybody, but it seems like Disney is is being hit really, really hard um, because a lot of the, the things that they do, they're they're a multimedia company and they have parks and resorts and they have cruise lines and everything is affected. They can't. They can't produce shows on, you know, because they have ABC and ESPN. There's no sports. Um, They they can't like their parks are closed They're They closed their shops like the like the, you know, the malls and stuff that their their Disney stores are closed. So there's a lot of things that are they're affecting them. Um, Movie theaters have been shut down and they they, they're a big part is movies. Um, Yeah, I feel bad for Onward yeah so about onward they and then so they did release frozen 2 early on to disney plus platform and then they they're going to do the same for onward and um onward is just it's it's sad because that's a good movie and yet it's not gonna perform in the box office because of this right right i mean i was surprised when i went to go see it that when i went into the theater i was literally the first one to sit down Wow. Well, and I had wow. an empty theater. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, 
so later on, that's when people started to show up before the movie started for me. But yeah, I was just surprised and it wasn't a full theater. And then obviously, you're, like, I guess what you were saying, yours was empty. You were the yeah, only, was, only ones there. Yeah, it was just me and my friends. Like, it felt like we rented out a theater to ourselves. Wow. And, like, no lines of concessions whatsoever. We could just, like, walk right up. So do you, do you think it was it was due to the, the whole COVID-19 issue? Or oh, definitely. Or do you think it was? It was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because when I when I watched it on opening weekend, there were it was a full theater, so um, I guess it it had to do with that, right? So yeah, man, and I mean, it, part of the whole closures is theaters were closing down. So how is uh, how are people going to watch onward? Right, so, so that's why I guess they had to do what they're doing now, and. It's now available on digital. If you guys want to support the company, whoever's listening, if you want to support Disney, I mean, you can buy, you can buy it, um, on on digital platforms. Yeah, and so. it'll start streaming on Disney Plus, I think, on April fourth. Yeah, it's in early April. Early so. April, yeah. Which is so, so the, like mind blowing to me. Like, holy cow, this movie's been yeah. out for a month, and they're already releasing it on Disney Plus. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, do it's, what you got to do. Because, I mean, they, they already delayed the release of, like, Mulan, uh, Black Widow. That's right. Um, and I, they, they pushed them out. I read a yeah. rumor, though, that they're going to release Mulan on Disney+. Plus. No way. Really? Yeah. I saw a rumor that said it was going to be direct to Disney+. Plus. So, Wow. Yeah. That that would be a huge hit, though. That would be. That The production of that, like, that was a lot of money. They spent a lot of money on that. And I mean, I, I don't mean to be the pessimist here, but I mean, the big uh, a big part of the reason why, or uh, another big reason why they made it is because, you know, they wanted to appeal to the Chinese audience. Oh, the, one, the, the audience in China, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a... Because that's a, yeah, China's a huge to... market for... Exactly, it's a really, really big market. And yeah, I mean, they they even had you know pretty big names for Chinese actresses and actors. It's just like oh goodness, yeah. There was a lot that went into it just for it to get delayed. And if it's true that it's just gonna go straight to Disney Plus, oh man, that's a that's no no good. Yeah. So it's it, I mean the company's really really taking a big hit. I when I last checked the. I don't know. I was looking at their stock and it was it was just dropping. It was It's eighty five dollars something right now. Eighty five, yeah. And a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago it was over a hundred. So that's the start of the year is hundred fifty. So Right, right. I'm it like was really I lost and, so much money. <laughs> you know, all those gains that they made are just it's all wiped out, you know? Um, but I mean it's not just Disney. The whole market's uh, yeah, kinda tanking. It's everybody. But, Still, just in retrospect, or to give it a specific example, yeah, Disney stock is, oh, dang, it took quite the hit. Yep. So, another thing that happened was um, when they announced the closures at Disney World, they pretty much laid off all of the college program participants, um, international and domestic, and they gave them two days notice to evict from their from their residences and a lot of them were staying at Disney, you know, Disney owned properties. So they gave them like a two days notice to go back to wherever they came from. And 
a lot of them were just like you know dismayed and well i mean what can you do (laughs) it's like i know like they had to get flights back to wherever they came from right and a lot of there's a lot of international students if you notice um like at epcot they have the international program where a lot of the students or a lot of the people that are cast members at the world showcase are international students so it's like they got to be sent back to their home countries and you know with travel bans and things like that going into effect what were they to do right so at least there was some response from the community um like former cast members and former uh, college program students that were still living in florida were opening their doors and uh, allowing people to stay for until they you know could find a way back to home so uh, that was a that was a positive thing that people were, were doing um i feel bad for yeah i feel bad for a lot of the employees in like the downtown disney and or um disney springs restaurants they they flat out got laid off yeah i saw that too i saw reports about that because you know they they can't afford it they can't afford to pay their salary like i know disney did that for at least the end of the month but uh for their their employees but then there you have these third-party companies and restaurants that just couldn't afford to to do that so they just laid off the people it's kind of sad. Uh, Risa, you have any uh, opinions on the on the the stuff like that? I mean, it's a sad reality that you know um, when you build a community like that, uh, it's a tourist you know community. But when you essentially have to close down tourism, it's going to affect. Um, it's going to have like lasting effects. The we're not just we're we're not going to see this just for now. You know the economy in in the states is is it's taking a big hit and the global economy itself is is going to take a big hit um it might take years for all of these things to recover so at this point i'm just like don't touch the 401 just write it out just write it out <laughs> you know um but yeah like i i i honestly i feel for for all the people that are losing their jobs um because they're being labeled as non-essential personnel or whatever um and we're really seeing the people that are quote unquote essential um, businesses. And it makes you really wonder um, why they're not being compensated the way that they should. Like uh, janitorial staff, you know, that are out there cleaning round the clock, they should be paid more than minimum wage. You have people that stock the shelves, you know, around the clock so that People that hoard will be able to to buy whatever things that they need, and then we have teachers out there that are scrambling to find creative ways to make lesson plans and and teach people teach the kids so that they they don't get left behind. Like it, it's oh, and especially like our healthcare workers. You know, the I, I've read reports where there are healthcare workers that. They basically treated people with COVID and they're not being isolated. They're being told to continue to work. So it it's it's like a vicious cycle at that point, you know. So it, it's it's really rough. And I, I hope that, you know, our community as a whole, you know, comes together and starts helping each other, especially since like it's even hard to find toilet paper. So like we, we need to do better as a, as a society. 
yeah it's um it's rough times out there but you know we, we can i believe we'll, we'll be able to to do this all together and even especially us in the, in the disney community there, there's a lot of support out there and there's a lot of people who are just you know continuing to um inspire and and give hope and we need to you know thank all all the workers who are uh, who are still doing their jobs who are you know known as essential uh, because they are really providing for us for our needs our, our necessities so you know thank you thank you all um and so there was a there was an update to the the my disney experience app as well as the disneyland app um and and people are speculating that this may be something that they implement uh, for um, when they decide to eventually reopen. Uh, it would be virtual queues, more virtual queues than than what they already have. Uh, what do you what do you guys think about having this my queue section added to the to the apps? What do you think, Nelson? I mean, it makes sense if. Uh, I, w- I believe I was the first one out of all of us to see an article regarding that, and I shared it with you. Um, but essentially, uh, they removed the whole, like, up front at the top of the... When she launched the app, it's all about, you know, um, Rise of the Resistance. Um, the first thing you see now, obviously, is just saying that the parks are temporarily closed. But when you scroll down, there's the button, yeah, for My Cues. And if you click on it, the only thing that's really selectable, quote unquote, um, is Rise of the Resistance. But it kind of, it, it's, uh, I would think it's reasonable to think that they're planning on adding more rides to have virtual queues. And particularly in Anaheim, the Anaheim parks, it's probably going to, they're going to add the web ride for avengers campus once that's opens up <laughs> whenever that is now but um yeah that's just uh, my thought there i don't know what particularly what they would add over at disney world right now but i mean that just adds room for potential there's, there's just room for a potential there so uh what do you what do you think about potentially having multiple virtual queues risa um I like how it works right now with Rise of the Resistance. Um, it really helps the cast members gauge, you know, a goal um, and how to keep the line moving and whatnot. Um, uh, I think, especially for high ticket attractions, it's it's a good mechanism, um, and they've really started working on it. I I just I kind of wish that they would find a way to make the virtual queues. Um, not just based on how quick your um, phone connection is, because when the parks get kind of crazy and busy, um, it makes it like a mad dash, you know, to to get um, to get uh, into the virtual queue. Um, it wasn't the case this last trip that we went; like it was already like eight, twelve, eight, fifteen ish, and you could still get into the main boarding groups, not even like backups. Um, so yeah, I, I think if they can find a way to make it so that it's not just reliant on your phone service, then it should work well. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea that they're adding a few more of these uh, cues. Um, it, hopefully it helps out 
with um, keeping people, allowing people to keep distance and whatnot. Um, but, you know, if you're taking people out of queues, where are they going to congregate? Um, that's that's one of the things that I was thinking, like, where are they going to be? Uh, where's everybody going to be? They're all going to be crowding everywhere. <laughs> um, but it, it should help, especially with the, the ones that, that get really, really big queues, like, you know, like Rise of the Resistance or maybe even the new one that's going to be opening up in Anaheim. So, yeah. Yeah, that was that wasn't the new thing there. And then um, another thing is that the they they pretty much halted construction on a lot of their the things that they've been doing construction on in Anaheim and in Epcot and I mean in Disney World in general. So um, we're we're seeing some delays and we're probably going to see it pushed out. So yeah, I was I when. was surprised about that because I figured since the parks would be empty, they would take full advantage of that. Exactly. And like, I mean, initially, I saw a report that they actually, once Disneyland closed, that they brought in a crane that's like parked behind Toontown. So I'm thinking like, oh, they're going to start on the Mickey's Runaway Railway there now. Right. I, but, I think that was the initial plan. But with the way that Disney as a business is operating right now at a loss, I think it's smart that they halted their projects, especially because their projects are no- notorious for going over budget. Right. Yeah, they don't want to be spending so much money when they have to even create a debt vehicle right now to yeah. raise $6 billion, right? right? With Apple threatening to buy them. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing there. It's the the whole, you know, some analysts talking about how Apple may purchase Disney, and it's like, oh, man. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see that. I certainly don't. Yeah. Not with I, Steve I Jobs either. not there anymore. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He was really the, I think he was the visionary for for that company, but um you know, Disney had Bob Iger until he stepped down. So, what do you guys think of his timing now that he, you know, when he stepped down, do you do you think he he, he had some foresight there? Uh what do you think, Nelson? Oh, you know, that's a hard call. Um maybe cuz I mean, the biggest evidence to to support that would be because it was so sudden the uh, right him stepping down yeah, yeah like it was effective immediately i remember reading the articles like effective immediately i'm like what <laughs> right, <laughs> is that even possible right. <laughs> so uh obviously it was like there was some planning that led up to it but it's just like wow okay um I, when I first saw that, I was thinking, like, wow, he must know something that we don't. So, I, I mean... Right. Yeah, that that might be a reason. What do you think, Rissa? Do you think he, he kind of saw something? Maybe he saw Shanghai and they had to shut it down and he was like, uh-oh, I've got to step back? Or what do you think? I don't know, honestly. Um, I don't know what goes on in Bob Iger's brilliant, brilliant mind. Um, but... Maybe there was something going on behind the scenes that they're like, oh, no. okay, right now we're at a calm. Um, it would be a great opportunity to, to change hands. Um, they probably already had Chapek picked out and, you know, it was supposed to be a smooth transition. Um, but it was just like a a lot of Abrupt. things like happening right after it changed hands over to Chapek. Like, 
do you remember like all the things that were going wrong in in Disney World? Oh yeah, like with with the Jungle Cruise um Sink. uh, sinking Sink, and yeah, like some boat. Yeah. some other like weird happenings. Uh, the um was it the People Haunt- Mover crash? The haunted mansion. Yeah, got the derailed. haunted mansion. Yeah, like yeah. some crazy freak accidents. Like who who would have thought that? You know, um, so it was supposed to be like. Chapek was supposed to be inheriting the keys to the kingdom, essentially, you know. Um, they had really big projects coming out. It was supposed to be a great year. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, COVID-19 happens. Like, I, I honestly don't think that anybody could have had that type of foresight. Um, maybe Iger had a feeling that something was going to happen, but I, I don't think, like, he knowingly did that, you know, like there's no, yeah, there's like no way that some, unless he's psychic, there's no way that he could anticipate something like this global phenomenon happening, you know, um, it's just unheard of, like to shut down every piece of your business that I, I think that he would have been the best person to handle this type of crisis. So I, I don't think he would have done that. Uh, knowing the type of person that he is and the type of um, leader he was in Disney, like he wouldn't leave them hanging like that, you know, like he's still working on it as chairman, but um, being at the helm as CEO, he probably would have, you know, been the the best person to handle, you know, the situation. Yeah. Especially since th- this was like everything that he built. I mean, well, a lot of it, in recent years, ever since he he was handed it from from Michael Eisner, it was, you know, he built a lot of the, the stuff that we see um, doing, you know, takeovers of other companies, acquiring Fox, um, building Shanghai Disneyland, building Hong Kong Disneyland, Disney Plus, you know, Disney Plus. That was that was, you know, he built that. So I don't think, you know, if he if he actually did know that something like this was coming, he would have stepped back at that point or step down at that point um if he actually knew it was going to happen because then he risks losing everything that he built yeah his entire Um, legacy essentially yeah yeah especially if they get acquired by another company it'll be like okay there it goes what happened you know yeah it's all down the drain yeah exactly i think that it, it was more of he knew that there were upcoming projects um, but they were far enough in the future that, you know, there's a transition period that, okay, I can step back now. If I don't, then I might get pulled into something else, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Um, yeah. Not the level of, you know, this crisis that's going on right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, hopefully they, they can weather this storm. Um, Nelson, what do you think? You think they're... It's it's gonna be okay for them. <laughs> well, I mean that's just everyone's hope for everything, right? Just gotta hope and pray that uh, everything just works out in the end. I mean it's just a matter of time, really. At least, well, yeah. <laughs> that's what I hope. <laughs> yeah, time. I mean, time will tell, right? right. No matter what happens, right? Mm-hmm. What what about you? So you think they'll be able to weather the storm? I think so. Um, they they have a lot of capital. Um, they also have a lot of properties that, um, 
if it comes to it, they could probably sell some of them and, and keep right. the core. Uh, I don't see them being completely taken over in one fell swoop, uh, especially like how long it took with a Fox acquisition. Um, yeah, before that happens, it, like there would be a lot of hoops to go through since Disney owns so much of the market. Uh, that would need to go through a lot of approvals. Yeah, I agree. If they were, you know, I mean, they they would have to do a lot. There would have to be a lot of things to happen before they could, they would just crumble. Right, so. right. A lot of dominoes have to fall. Like, uh, they have to line up perfectly in order for Disney to fall that quickly. Because um, if you just think about it, like, Disney has a, a lot of production companies. Um, they have a lot of uh, merchandising. They have so many studios. Um, like the, they have the parks, like there's a lot of things that need to go wrong in order for them to get completely taken over. And if they're, if they're, if something's going wrong with them, then it's not a good sign for everything else. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're, they're, they're part of the S and P 500. So, you know, those are the, one of the top companies there. So that's, um, if an index fund is going down, everything's going down. So hopefully, hopefully it all works out for everybody. All right. Um, so yeah, we have uh, we have an uncertain future, but you know, we we'll all we're all in this together. I don't know. I just wanted to throw in the high school musical <laughs> in there. They'll work this out. <laughs> work it out. Yeah, exactly. You can bet on exactly. it. Exactly. There we go. You got any high school musical puns, Nelson? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't do so well when I put on the spot right away. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This could be the start of something new. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yes. So on that note, uh, anything you guys want to say to our listeners, uh, Nelson? So I know this time seems a bit bleak uh, that, you know, all the parks are closing down and or have closed down and all the stores and even downtown Disney slash Disney Springs. And there's just nothing to do outside when it comes to Disney. And, uh, I mean, the silver lining is, uh, you just, uh, can catch up on all the stuff on Disney plus now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, guys, we'll, we'll get through this. Uh, it'll, it'll work itself out on the end. So, and later on in the future, we'll all be laughing at 2020. Like, oh my goodness, that was one heck of a year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, uh, thanks for joining us this uh, week. And um, hopefully we'll uh, see you again next week. And Rissa, anything you want to say to our listeners? Yeah, I just want to thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope that you all are staying safe. Um, please practice social distancing um, when you need to. Um, and I, I really hope that you all... Um, We'll have some Disney uh, in in our futures real soon. Um, keep uh, keep your eyes out for like uh, any new things that are being released on on Disney Plus. Um, I know that they've been announcing a lot of things that they're adding soon. So um, hopefully you've you've subscribed to Disney Plus. And um, thanks thanks again for for tuning in. And I hope you guys uh, enjoy. And we'll we'll catch you next time. So thanks, guys, for tuning in to this episode and for 
listening to us and subscribing. Uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast using your favorite podcast episode, uh, ep- uh, podcast platform. Um, yeah. And we have more content coming for you. Uh, Rissa is working on some, um, some tutorials on the YouTube channel. So we're going to get the first one out this coming week. So tune in for that. And uh, on behalf of the other two, I'd like to say keep your watches. Sing to Disney time. See ya. Bye. Later. Disney.